All right, everybody, and welcome to Just the Cheese, please. I'm Tara J, and I'm here with Adam. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Today, we are going to discuss Over the Top. Over the Sylvester Top. Sylvester Stallone movie, 1987, yeah. by director Menahem Golan. Menahem? Menahem Golan, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I was not familiar with him before. He, I think he was like the owner of Canon or like president or one of the bigwigs at Canon. Something. It was yeah. like Golan and Golub or there was like a conglomerate or something. I'm not sure. But yeah, he was, he was somebody. And he did some other movies. I really don't know if I ever saw any of them. But so I guess a, a little bit of history, my history with this movie is that I remember when it would come on cable and I've seen it a few times. I didn't remember very much of it when I was watching it. And I thought that it was about arm wrestling a lot more than it was. I kind of remember more arm wrestling and less trucking. It was just like a lot of trucking. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, I do remember for some reason, like when I was watching it, I was like certain scenes of love. Like I remember like being a kid and like watching this with my cousin, like, you know, in his his den, you know, we'd sit and play with toys or whatever, like, you know, do stuff. And then like we would like watch this movie would be on. I don't know if I ever really liked it, but I kind of did. I don't know why I did. (laughs) I kind of did. My mind might be changed now, but you know, (laughs) back then I I did. So I I picked it because it's, has a little bit of memory for me and it's also i remember it being pretty cheesy what about you i love this movie as a kid and i'm first of all i'm really shocked you picked it <laughs> to not seem like the same movie you would pick i actually used to organize arm wrestling tournaments in middle school oh my god so and funny. i used to do the brackets and everything and it was like because i i had i had hit puberty a little earlier than a lot of kids so i was stronger so i was i was like into it i was like eh, i'll start an arm wrestling competition because i'll probably like do well I came in like third every time because like the strength levels in, in the grade were set. There was like right. two people stronger than me and everyone else wasn't. But that changed real quick. I can't remember exactly, but I have to assume that that was all inspired by this movie because I love this movie. And it made me think arm wrestling was super cool. And all those guys, I remember being like, they're so tough. You know? <laughs> That's and, actually really funny because when I was watching it, I remember it being like young. It's like, you know, when you're really, when you're young, like boys and girls strength, it could be very similar. Mm-hmm. And I used to do, like, I didn't do anything like that, but I would arm wrestle kids in the cafeteria sometimes. And like a lot of times I would win. Mm-hmm. So some of the boys would be like, yo, come over here and you got to arm wrestle her. Wow. <laughs> so I would arm wrestle boys in the cafeteria when I was in elementary school. And they just thought it was the coolest thing. I don't know. I've always had like pretty strong arms, like my wrists, even though they're pretty, like they're pretty small. I don't know. I was just good at it. So maybe, I don't know if that's, maybe the same thing. Maybe that's you do like have long arms, right? That's probably good for arm wrestling. I do. I have very long arms. Like I've always had like good strength in my shoulders and arms and stuff. So I don't know if that was partly because I kind of forgot about that. But when I remember when I was watching it, I was like, I used to arm wrestle two <laughs> boys in the cafeteria when I was like nine years old. And they have they have like lady arm wrestlers in uh, in this movie towards the end. And it just doesn't seem to have anything to do with the movie, you know. It, there's just like I understand there's like just gratuitous shots of arm wrestling, but it's, they just keep cutting to these women arm wrestling. And it really has nothing to do with the movie. And anyway, they're just trying to be inclusive. Who knows? Yeah, you know, the eighties. So. Maybe he was like, put some women in there so no one gets mad. <laughs> Although people didn't really get mad about stuff like that back then. Who's gonna be like? Damn it, I want female arm wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. I needed more women than that, damn it. But yeah, this um, is That's kind of funny I've... that we both have like a similar story to that, like that we both used to arm wrestle. But like you obviously were way more into me than I was. I was I was definitely not in brackets, but Oh well I thought you know, I was I thought I was a big tough man when I was thirteen. So But no, I, I mean this was a movie I honestly expected women to loathe, to hate this movie. Because really? yeah, because it is just a celebration of like masculine, toxic masculinity. Toxic you know? masculinity. <laughs> oh. There's like nothing feminine in this movie, like whatsoever. But I also agree with you that I did remember this being more about arm wrestling, probably because I didn't care about the other stuff, like the emotional right. stuff, you know, as a kid. I was just like, get to the arm wrestling. Well, Adam, I mean, you've known me for a long time. I know we didn't know each other back then, but I think you know that I was, I was a huge tomboy when I was young. Mm-hmm. So. I don't, I mean, it's not so much, I think it's funny that you find it so shocking, but I was like, I, I was a tomboy. So this, this <laughs> is kind of a movie that I would have, I would have watched. I, I think it's beautiful though. I love it. I actually, this movie touched me a lot more than I remember it touching me <laughs> oh, when I was a kid. It was, it was kind of touching. I'll yeah. give you that for sure. 
So uh, let's hear your uh, take on the synopsis here. Okay. So, well, it starts with Sylvester Stallone driving a truck. He's po- polishing it up, cleaning it up real nice. And he's going to pick up his kid from military school, I guess. And you find out it's, it, they don't, they don't tell me, tell you everything right away. They kind of like fill in the gaps, which I thought was kind of cool. But you find out that his mother is in the hospital. She's real sick. He was supposed to get picked up by his maternal grandfather, Robert who's like rich. Yeah. Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> love that. We'll talk more about him. But so oh, he's, he's supposed to get picked up from military school by his grandfather, who's like super rich. But instead, he gets picked up by Sylvester Stallone, who plays his dad, who's like this poor truck driver. And he abandoned the kid and the wife when he when when kid was baby. They kind of like that. That side of the family kind of hates him. But for some reason, the mother wanted the two of them to have this road trip together where he picks her up, picks her up from military school and brings her to the hospital where she's having her operation. And along the way, you find out that not only is he a trucker, but Sylvester Stallone makes money arm wrestling. And he's got this big tournament he wants to go to so he can like make enough money to start his own trucking business and have some security, I guess, or have some money finally. And the kid hates him because... He was felt abandoned since he was a baby. So it's, there's this bonding experience. And the whole time, the grandfather's trying to get the kid back because he wants custody of the kid and doesn't want, doesn't want Sylvester Stallone, this deadbeat dad, to reconnect with the son and, and steal him away. I mean, that's kind of it, right? Basically. The one thing I, 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 don't, I don't recall actually watching this again, do they ever, they never explain why he left, do they? No, they never do. They never actually say it because it was like, oh, you were dealing drugs and it was like, that wasn't the case. But they never say, oh, I decided that arm wrestling was like my real thing that I need to do. So I left or like they never, okay. I just want to make sure I didn't miss something because I would kept trying to be like, wait, did I miss like some? No, the kid, the kid said, the kid says, oh, you, you, are you still dealing drugs? Is that why you left? grandfather said that, right. Yeah. And he goes, no, that's not why. And he like, doesn't ever like finish that thought. (laughs) And he asks him again. Yeah. Yeah. But he does ask him again, like towards like the the middle end of the movie. He says, can I ask? that you're getting mad and he says why did you leave and he's like that's a complicated question or something you know he's like things yeah. happen people make mistakes and i'm like god damn it i'm like do they just not have a reason you know i'm like why do they oh. just not tell us so at the end robert logius t- tells says to him uh you know you left you abandoned your wife and kids and he says you were getting in between us or you were tearing us apart or something like that and robert logius like don't blame me so especially alone for whatever reason blames Robert Loggia for the reason he right. left. I don't know. To be honest, this movie teaches a lot of bad lessons, like really terrible lessons. And one yeah. of those is like, so a father abandons his kid, like cut him some slack. All right. He admitted he made a mistake. <laughs> it's fine. You know, don't worry like, about why, it. Why are you going to bring up all this shit? For? Big and everything's fine. I mean, gee. Yeah. That's, um, that's yeah. just so one of the lessons. The mother dies and, you know, and then. You know who that mother was? Who played her? Susan Blake. Yeah, she was the mom from Dream a Little Dream. She was Lainey's mom, the one who oh, like tried to slip her the Valium and all that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm glad yeah. she died in this movie. She wasn't, she wasn't very. She wasn't in it really very much in this movie at all. No, no. She also um, didn't seem to really care. The kids like, hey, you know, my dad just got me in a fight and he let me drive a truck even though I'm 13. And she's like, that's nice, dear. <laughs> I have that written down in my notes. It's like I drove a I drove a truck. He drove a freaking semi, and then he just got into like an arm wrestling. His dad just encouraged him to like bet on like arm wrestling of him doing it. And she's like, "Oh, that's so great! I'm so happy for you." I'm like, <laughs> "What kind of parenting is going on in this freaking this house? Like, oh, what what is happening here?" Like, that should have been clue. And like, she's she's pretty sick. That should have been your first I, clue. And that kid yeah, that challenged arm wrestle written. was doing nothing but minding his own business. It wasn't like that kid was trying to mess with him. And he's like, let's settle this on arm wrestling. That kid was just playing video games by himself. And Sylvester Stallone goes back and goes, hey, you. Yeah. My kid wants to arm wrestle you. It must have been the hair. I don't know. Those three boys, I was like, what is wrong with them? Oh, and one of the main one had like the acne on, on the face. They kind of looked a little inbred, to be completely honest. They were very odd looking children. But I looked up um, that kid who did the arm wrestling, and he's like a drummer. He's played with like Santana. He's, he's like a studio oh, musician really? now, yeah. He did have pretty, he got pretty good arms though for a skinny kid. He was pretty like little. Mm-hmm. In the very beginning, I the one like thing I have in my notes is that he tells him to pull over because he's sick, and then he just jumps out of the truck, oh, yeah. running across the freeway, and there's a giant man chasing him, and nobody cares. No one. I was like, <laughs> God bless the '80s. 
nobody gave a shit. There's like a small child being chased by a huge man. And everyone's like, hey, what are you doing? Get out of the street. But where did, what do you, <laughs> like, what do you no think he was said, doing? Nobody says like, oh my God, let's pull over and see if this kid's okay. Like it was just so, it was hilarious. But it just, he just freaked the fuck out for no reason and just ran out into the street like a maniac. <laughs> like he was fine for like however long and just decided I want to make a run for it. And it was just yeah. such a weird scene. But yeah, you're right. Then Sylvester Stallone, this big dude, is just chasing him all over the street and nobody stops or no one cares what's going on they're like hey he you, what are you doing? <laughs> like getting mad like that he's in the room <laughs> oh that was pretty funny that is a good point so then like, he brings his kids to this place he's like you have a place like you know good i know a place that has good steaks or whatever oh okay and, yeah and then he's like schooling him about how like it's bad for him and all this stuff like the, i don't remember stuff. any of this heartfelt stuff about like them bond. like i just don't remember that i just remember the armor some stuff yeah, so they go then, they, like, they, they go to this truck stop because he's like, hey, are you hungry? Like, uh, The kid doesn't want to be on the road trip with him, so they stop at this this truck stop where he's like, I'm going to get steaks. And he goes, he, say, he says something like, you're, you're gonna, your body's going to rot away and you're going to die. And it's like, you're yeah. talking to Sylvester Stallone in like the prime of his life. He's got like 3% body like, fat. He's so fit. And <laughs> okay, eating a steak is definitely going to kill you. And this is another <laughs> case where walking in, well, sorry, watching the movie with the subtitles makes it even better because when they walk into that place, they usually tell you like, oh, this is this song playing in the background. And it was a Frank Stallone song. When they walk into the steakhouse, yeah, the song in the background was a Frank Stallone song. Oh, I did not know that. That's pretty funny. He's like, let me get, let my brother get a little love in this Yeah, let me get some royalties out of this. So I thought it was funny. So he brings them there into this like CD kind of place. It's like a bar, you know, basically. And then, like, he takes this, he goes into the back room for, like, our, and I'm, like, I wrote down, like, he takes his, like, he's with his kid, goes into his back room for some arm wrestling. And obviously, it's a thing there. I'm, like, is this a thing? Like, backroom arm wrestling? Is that, like, a know. real thing that happens? I don't know. That's a good question. But I know when, at the end, when, when he goes to the, the Vegas show, they always introduce him as, like, Link Hawk from the truck driver's division. And it's like, right. there's a truck driver's division of arm wrestling. So maybe it's a big thing amid truck drivers, you know? I will. I have to get back <laughs> into that because I have a question about the whole truck driver thing. But um, there's a lot of things I did later. not look up on purpose because I did not want to know the answer. Because I feel like it would be disappointing. And what I thought in my head, my head canon was probably going to be better than what the truth was. Right. So there's a lot of things <laughs> I actually didn't look up on this movie. I'm like, nah, I think that all truck drivers arm wrestle. It's like a thing. But they walked up to, to Sylvester Stallone with his kid and just started, like, shit-talking him really bad. You, you hawk? <laughs> and he's like, whatever, you know? I'm like, it was just, yeah, it was weird. It was like, that was a weird scene. And I, I just, I don't know, I was just wondering if that was, like, really a thing. But I did remember seeing in the background there was a banner that said, like, see you in Vegas. So obviously this mm. was, like, a thing that people do and that they were kind of heading toward, like, to Vegas. You know, like, people that go there were, like, practicing so i just think, didn't know people arm in bars do you think stallone knew that and picked that place at that time specifically to introduce the son to his maybe. arm wrestling lifestyle that's interesting because maybe because he's like i he's like are you hungry and he said i know a place where you get good, like a good steak he could have said anything you know so like it's, he probably had the intention of kind of like letting the kid into his life slowly you know like kind of seeing what he what he does yeah. or it just could have been you know, for the sake of the writing, you know. But, like, this is another case where you think that they would walk up to him. Like, maybe he was a past champion and he's trying to turn things around. And they'd be like, hey, I want your arm wrestled. He's like, I don't do that anymore. And they threaten the kid and he's forced to. But he, like, I feel like he really brought the kid there to bait other people into, like, arm wrestling for money. And this is a sport where they make it seem like when you arm wrestle somebody, those people want to, like, kill you. They want yeah. to rip your arm off. Like, <laughs> many people said, rip your arm off. Yeah. And he, like, intentionally is introducing to this kid to it and then forcing him to participate in this. And for, yeah, kids. exactly. And it's like, I, I get it. It's, you know, it's a it's like a father-son bonding thing and it's pro-masculine, but it's not, it's not really a great lesson. Oh, it's terrible parenting. Yeah, but so obviously I had... adorable. I, <laughs> also somehow heartwarming. Yeah, like, like, you know, and then after that, he's like, you know, he, he wants the kid to drive the truck he's like well i've driven a dune buggy i thought mm -hmm. it was go-kart I, I forgot i i was wrong i said that to you last time he drove in a dune buggy it is obviously the exact same thing as like a 40 ton vehicle i mean yeah a dune <laughs> buggy i mean what's the difference right like sure kid you're 12 and nobody 
Nobody cared. He's driving down the highway. No one says a word. There's no cops. Like, I mean, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Totally legal and absolutely great parenting. Sure. Well, they're just, yeah. seven. God bless it. Whatever. They're, they're, the lead up to that's kind of funny because they're driving down and the kid is just freaking shitting all over Sylvester Stallone. And he looks like he's calm and collected. You know, he's got like a little tense eyes. But at one point he just pulls over and he's like, are you are you aggravated? He goes, "Yeah, I was aggravated a, a mile ago." Like he just starts getting upset, and the kid says, "Well, the average adult has the intellect of a fifteen year old, and since you're a truck driver, it's probably more like thirteen, which is about my age." So he goes, "Oh, you think you're so smart? You think you're so smart? Drive this big rig." And I'm like, "What is that? How is that a test of intelligence?" Yeah, no, I don't. I don't it didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> Is that is that your intellectual accomplishment that you think you drive a truck? <laughs> I can figure out how to drive a truck. I mean, I'm not saying that I can do it, but I mean, I don't know if it would be that hard to figure out. But yeah, twelve year olds probably shouldn't be doing that. Um, no, and there's nothing usually, to do with it's intelligence. It's not usually advisable. You know, <laughs> so they do the arm wrestling with the with those weird like inbred looking kids. Mm-hmm. He loses and he cries. And I love his speech. He's like, you're a spoiled brat. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was awesome because he kind of was. In the beginning, I was like, ew, this kid sucks. Mm-hmm. And he's like, tells me he's a spoiled brat, basically, and he's got to go get it. Whatever he wants in life, he's got to go get it himself. Like, no one's going to hand it to him. And he goes back in and beats him and all is yeah. well. And, you know, how do we even know this little kid? He's like 15 years old. Like, he has money, you know. I, just, I don't know. He's yeah. like, pay up. Let's go. Well, it was, it was 10 to 1. The, the kid was, it was a dollar. They only wanted a dollar from the other kids. If oh, they lost, they would have had to pay ten dollars. But if they won, they only got a dollar back because it wasn't really right. about the money. So there's a couple of things in that speech. So first of all, he says something which is, I don't know if it's brilliant or stupid, where he goes, "Doesn't matter if you lose, as long as you lose like a winner." And I was like, that is like a a Yogi Berraism, where it's like yeah. I can't tell if that's <laughs> smart or stupid, but I kind of like it. Yeah, I mean it's pretty good. It's like just be, don't be a sore loser, you know. Don't be a baby about it. Don't be a jerk. Don't you know? Like just do it. Lose and be like, all right. Right. Yeah. And that's the and first of like, kind of simple way. That's the first of several times where he says, the world's not going to meet you halfway. You have to take it. Right. Yep. And every time he's saying that, they make a point in the background to play the theme song, which is meet me halfway. by oh Kenny Which if I love I that song. That, oh my God, Adam, if I heard that song one more time, I was going to scream. They did it in like music version. They did it with yeah. like symphony instruments. They did it regular. I was like, enough with this Kenny Loggins <laughs> garbage. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I can't listen to this song ever again. But here, but here's here's Sylvester Stallone saying the world's not going to meet you. No one's going to meet you halfway. And in the background, it's some guy singing about meeting halfway. And it's like, okay, yeah. little, little, little juxtaposition there, I guess. <laughs> but I do agree with you that that kid, that was a really well-cast kid because when that kid was happy, he was the cutest kid, but at other so times, cute. I just wanted to punch him in the face when he was crying or being a little brat. Oh, my God. He was so annoying. He did a good job. I mean, that actor, I don't know. I think he's done quite a bit as a, as a kid. I don't know if he's really done anything when he was older. He's a little, a little odd looking now. So, like, you know, usually when kids are really cute and they grow up, they're a little like, you know, that's usually how it works. Yeah. I can tell because his, his head and face were like the perfect shape. They were only going to get worse from there on, you know. It was just, it was just going to get bigger <laughs> <laughs> and weirder. Yeah. So like, but he was very cute, and he was. I thought he did. A, I thought he did a great job. I did. I thought he was a good actor. I did too, which really bothered me since he got nominated for Razzies that year. Sometimes I feel like the Razzies, oh. when there's a, a movie that they think is stupid or bad, they just like give everyone nominations, and it's not fair because I th- I agree. I thought he did a pretty good job. He did yeah. a great for the movie. I mean. Sylvester Stallone didn't even want to do the movie, but the guy kept offering him more money. So he was like, <laughs> he was like, shit. He's like, I guess no one's going to actually watch this movie because it's stupid as hell. So I'll just do it because I'm going to make money. And apparently, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's great. I don't, I don't even know if anybody, you know, if the hell, I don't, I didn't want to look at any of the numbers because I like to do our thing at the end. So I didn't look at anything. But that opening, then, I know you didn't like the Kenny Loggins song, but the opening song, the real one that opened and closed was terrible. a terrible song. Worse. I mean, it was more obnoxious. I would rather listen to the Kenny Loggins song on repeat for an hour than listen to that song ever again in my life. I don't know who did that song. I don't know what the song was. But I feel like I feel like the guy wasn't even like in key. It's like he just woke up out of bed. Oh, I love when we just yes, that whole. Mm. I was like, is he really singing? (laughs) I'm like, is this? I couldn't figure out like what was happening with the song. I'm like, what kind of song is this? (laughs) What it was so badly done. It was just awful. It was so awful. 
yeah. So yeah, I mean, compared to the Kenny Loggins song, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna listen to that one. I mean, the Kenny Loggins one. So the kid gets kidnapped, right? <laughs> well, yeah. So the kid gets kidnapped, but he's being kidnapped by his own grandfather. You find out pretty quickly. It's Which, not like a mystery. They they don't okay. they play that for like five seconds. Like who's taking the kid? It's like goes that's your grandfather. That's your grandfather. So that's not like a mystery. No, it's not a mystery, but he gets, but how do they, I mean, I'm assuming that, like, he would know, but, like, because, you know, especially in the 80s, kids got taken out the whole time. How the hell do they know exactly who it was? Like, they didn't do any research into it. It was just over. It was done. Like, some of the things, like, were very glossed over in this movie that I felt was kind of weird. They just, like, something happened, and they were like, eh, it's done. Okay, whatever. We don't talk about that ever again. And something happened. Yeah. Yes, so. it's true. At first, they were like, we can't find him. We don't know where he is. And I'm like, that, he's not, they're not hiding. Yeah, exactly. Like, do, you, do you remember what he was lugging? What his uh, haul was? Brute. Brute. <laughs> it smells like a man. I'm like, yeah. that was pretty funny. It's, it's like, so it was over the top, basically. Yeah, it really, it really <laughs> was. Oh, speak, yeah, speaking over the top, why doesn't everyone go over the top? Is it like a secret? I don't think so. I actually had to look it up because as a kid, I didn't really even, I didn't understand what that was. So when I looked it up, it's obviously like a move where you put your hand or whatever. You get more forward, like leverage. So, yeah. Exactly. Like, why would they not just do that to begin with? Like, why, why would everyone would do that? as your last resort? Or like, yeah, why wouldn't someone do? I don't know. If it's a known thing, then I don't know why that would be. I thought the same thing. Like, I mean, knows it. My my only, and this is like me remembering what I was thinking as a kid, because I was trying to work this out. This was the things I would sit and think about as a kid. Like, why doesn't everyone go over the top all the time? And I would like sit there for hours and think about this stuff. And what I think happens is that if you're already like past 50% of the way, over the top gives you an advantage. Right. If you ever slip back to like even or back, you actually now have like no strength. Now you're disadvantaged. So it's like committing. Yeah. You're committing to like. That's true. I don't know. But a lot of times they switch grips when they were losing. So I, that could be completely wrong. I don't, I don't understand. But it just seemed like he just, every time he went over the top, he won and no one else did it. Yeah. And it's like, maybe they should try it. Yeah, this movie sort of made me feel like less of a man. I gotta say, like, I, I, I agree oh, that, it's, like, it's great that it's like, it's like, yeah, like men, masculinity. But at the same time, they like, they get, they sleep in the truck, they get out, they start exercising. He's got that pulley in the truck. In the truck, I was like, like, I kind of admire him for that. That's pretty amazing. I was like, I want that. I want that workout equipment, but I would never use it. I would never use it. I know I wouldn't. Well, if you were in the truck all day, every day, you would probably, you know what I mean? You would. You would do that. Like You could buy a dumbbell for the car. I I wouldn't do it. (laughs) I don't know. So, but yeah. I was was impressed with that. But yeah, he like gets up and they exercise together. It was a cute little bonding moment. Oh, and that, and that's going back a little bit, but I was like, you know, it was one of those movies where they're talking, but there's a song on, so you don't hear what they're saying. And I always wonder in movies when that happens, what do they say? Do they, do the director just say like, I'll just have a conversation or do they still follow like live? Wait, which, which scene are you talking about? Like in the, when they're in the truck and like, they're having this like moment, you know, like bonding together and there's like that stupid song playing oh no there's a song playing i can't believe you don't like that song i don't think it was that song it was like a woman singing maybe i don't remember what song it was but there's a song playing over like over the whole thing like as if it would be like a montage but then they're like having oh. a conversation they're like ah, ha, ha, la, 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 like talking <laughs> to each other and i'm like i wonder if they're just like saying carrots, whatever, carrots, or if whatever. they're still yeah. following like you know the script like is there a script for this like for them to be mouthing where i don't know i just always wondered that that, yeah, that's an interesting question, right? Like, I don't know. Why would you write that dialogue? I feel like no. Unless Probably they wrote the dialogue not. and it didn't work and they were like, just play music over it. We'll put it in a montage. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I would imagine that it's not written. I don't know. Maybe I, it is. That's, I just that always wonder what, like, what they were talking about. If it was just like, how are you doing? Like, How's your day? Oh, well, like, I don't know. I just never... Especially if they're, like, laughing or they look like they're emoting, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so what did you think of, of Stallone? He, he played a real kind of, like, quiet... He was a real quiet, mumbly kind of guy in this movie. I've never been a fan, to be honest. Like, growing up, he was never my favorite. I, I mean, I know it's kind of mean, but I don't like the way he talks. It's just sometimes you can't understand him. And I never found him that attractive, like, as a, you know. Well, I'm not sure he is. That's not, I, I think that's pretty common. I think his, women find him very, I, I heard, like, women say, like, they think he's hot. Really? His body, maybe, yeah. I guess. 
he's just he's just weird. I don't know. He's like I, I never thought that about him. I never really liked any of his other movies. I mean, yeah, I like, really don't stop on my mom will shoot. <laughs> I don't know if I ever saw that movie. Oh, I, I know. Just, it. I think it had Estelle Getty in it. I think you're right. I remember it coming out, but I don't know if I ever watched it. But yeah, I mean, I thought he did a good job. I mean, he was like the emotional. He was like he was a tough guy, but he was also like a soft. You know, he's a loving dad and he cared about his his kids. So it was like he did fine, but I don't really know. I can't. I don't, I'm not like a Sylvester Stallone like aficionado. Like I don't know all the movies he's done. I mean, I've seen Rambo, which I just I can't stand any of those movies. Wait, Sorry. the first one or the second one or the third one or what? Oh, the tenth one. I don't know. All of them suck. <laughs> <laughs> They're all terrible. So yeah, I just he wasn't like my. What about the uh, Rockies? No, nope, never into that. No. Funny story about don't sh- don't stop uh, stop or mom will shoot. Him and Arnold Schwarzenegger had a real rivalry. They used to hate each other, and. Arnold Schwarzenegger knew this movie was a piece of garbage and he used to like leak around Hollywood that he was really interested in it. And he got Sylvester Stallone interested in it and t- took the role. He got Sylvester Stallone to take the role of Stop My Mom Will Shoot because he thought he was getting over on Schwarzenegger by taking a movie that Schwarzenegger wanted to be in. But it was all a troll. Like Schwarzenegger set him up to be in this terrible That's movie by feigning interest. So <laughs> well, they were like the strong dudes of the 80s. Like they were like the muscle men. I don't know. Um, yeah, Schwarzenegger was a, a jerk to the other like muscle guys back then. If you ever watch any of those documentaries, but I mean, neither of them are my favorite. I mean, obviously, you know, I love Predator, so you know, I have great. I have like I do like that movie, and I do like him, but I I was never into his movie. But you did know. you see Terminator or The Running Man? I saw uh, Terminator. I saw Terminator One and Two. I guess. Okay. What about the Running Man? I definitely saw the first one, and I know I'm pretty sure I saw the second one too. No, I never saw Running Man. Hercules in New York. Lord, I would never. <laughs> that would be that would be something that you would have to force me to watch. Like I would never oh, be well, like, we'll oh my see. god. If we, if we get far enough into this podcast, we might do it because they redubbed his whole. They couldn't understand him. They basically redubbed him. He's got a different voice throughout the entire movie. Because he didn't really speak English when he first started, I right? Mean, like he, still, he, he did, did, but, but like, it's not well. Just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so back to over the top, I guess. Yes, I know. <laughs> kind of a little a muscle man kind of rant here. So the he gets arrested because he he drives his truck into the guy's house. I mean, like really. Oh, oh Sylvester so, so Stallone gets arrested. So yeah, the kid gets, gets kidnapped, right? Well, no, he gets him back after that, but he ends up going with the grandfather because the mom the mom dies. Right? Oh, right. They didn't get to the mom in time. The and mom he, dies, and, and he, he blames Sylvester Stallone. He's like, if we would have flew a plane instead of taking a stupid truck, I would have right. been here back to see my mom. Exactly. Right. So he gets into a cab. You know, I love how this kid, and he's 12 years old. He's driving trucks. He's driving cars. He's getting in cabs. He's getting in planes. I mean, this kid probably did more at 12 than I did when I was like by the time I was 30. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, this this kid family, does whatever he wants. This family is so rich. They don't even have an address. He gets in the cab and he says, take me to the Castor estate. And yeah. Is that what he like, said? I didn't hear what he yeah. said. But he just, yeah. So he gets and he goes there and then Sylvester Lone wants to see him. So he goes and tries to, you know, talk to people. They're like, you're not wanted here. And he's like, okay, well, fuck you. Watch this. <laughs> he just drives his truck causing like, probably like millions of dollars worth of damage to this like amazing property. Right. And I was like, if he doesn't get arrested, I'm <laughs> going to kind of be mad. I'm like, this is, that's just insane. There's no, that's not possible. So yeah. obviously he gets arrested and then they basically, the lawyer comes or the, whatever, the guy that works for the grandfather and says, we won't press charges if you just give up the kid. Yeah. So, yeah. So the lawyers, when they first introduced the lawyers, Robert Loggia he brings the lawyer in, and, and the lawyer's like, we poured through every case study, we poured through everything, and there's no way that you have a better claim to Michael as grandfather than Sylvester Stallone does as a father. Robert Lewis is like, you got to be kidding me. And it's like, really? How much? You probably paid like hundreds of thousands of dollars to these lawyers for them to pretend to do work. I mean, who doesn't know that the father, a natural, biological father is going to have better claim to a child than an adoptive grandparent? And right. It seems but crazy. It's but then Robert Loja says, he's like, find the loophole. He's like, isn't that what I pay you to do? Or something? He's like, basically, I pay you to lie and cheat. Mm-hmm. That's literally what he's telling him. He's like, I, I, you need to find the, you know, you need to be a slimy bastard. Yeah. That's why I'm paying you. But that, that aside, I have to say, and this is like a common occurrence with me, is that I find myself more and more relating to the villains of movies. 
where I'm like, Robert Loggia has, has a good point. <laughs> like, I get him. You know, yeah. this this guy abandons his his wife and daughter. The, the, the Robert Loggia puts this kid through school, raises him as his own. It's his only remaining family left. This guy, you know, prevents him from seeing his mother before she dies. Then drives a truck through his house. Like, <laughs> I feel if I was Robert Loggia, I would have done every single thing that Robert Loggia did. To be quite honest, and the thing is, like, Robert Loggia is supposed to be like the villain, but he's not really that. He's not that bad of a guy. Like, he doesn't really do anything awful. Like, he doesn't hurt anybody. You know, he's just rich and he's kind of a dick. But like, he doesn't do anything evil. It's like it. It was. There really wasn't like a villain. It was like you just wanted the boy to be with his his estranged father. Like that was it was just tugging on your heartstrings. It had nothing to do with that Robert Loggia was a bad person. Because he really wasn't he wasn't, he wasn't a bad guy. I think guy. they wanted you to root against him though. No, they did. They absolutely did. Because they wanted I feel like they wanted you to want Mike to go with his dad, but they didn't do a very good job of villainizing the grandfather. Because he didn't do it. he was just rich and he was kind of a jerk, but like What's what I'm saying? He didn't like beat anybody. He didn't like you know. He didn't like do horrible things to anyone. So it was kind of like, well, I mean, yeah, I want him to be his dad, but at the same time, like this guy isn't so bad, and he's got money, and he can he can provide a good life for this kid. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I find myself more and more being like, that guy's not so bad. You know, that guy who's like killing everyone. He wasn't. He's got a point. (laughs) I yeah, I didn't find him to be that terrible of a person, and I kind of endorsed everything he did, but. Even even when he was like, "Here's some money, just go away." Like if that's right. what, if that's what you have, that's what you have to. If that's your leverage, if that's your leverage in life, you know what I mean. So like, here's a truck, a brand new truck, and like five hundred five hundred thousand dollars, which is yeah. five times more than he was going to make at the tournament. Yeah, exactly. But at that well, point, this was it was half. I think it was two hundred fifty thousand. Was it okay? It might have been plus it plus the truck. Okay, which brings up a whole other thing of questions that I have about. Yeah, but but the point yeah. is. That that negotiation didn't make any sense, right? Because Mike runs away to Las Vegas to see his dad in, in the arm wrestling competition, okay? But at that point, Sylvester Stallone, whatever his name is, Link Hawk, had already signed over the custody papers. And they even say this. It's not like they forgot continuity. He's like, I already signed the papers. Robert Lozier's like, I don't care. Here's a truck at $500,000. I want you to leave the state, you know, yeah. or something like that. And it's like, if I'm Stallone, I'm going, okay. I already agreed not to see the kid anymore. So this right. is just like free money. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's true. It's kind of, it was, didn't make sense. Like it wasn't like he said, he'd give him that to sign the papers. He already did. Do Unless it. he wanted Stallone to like literally pick up and leave at that exact second. Cause he knew that Mike was in the complex. The kid was in the complex. They were going to run into each other and they were going to bond. And he wanted to prevent that. So he, if he was like, if you leave right now, get in that truck and leave before Mike and you reconnect then you can keep the money and never come back. You know? Yeah, because what he was going to win was a truck and $250,000 if he won. So it was right. like, I'm giving you double the money and you get a new truck anyway. So like, just don't even worry about the tournament and go. That, that was, it wasn't, it wasn't like expressed very well, but I think that you're probably right. Like that's what he was basically saying. Like, forget the tournament, you go, I give you this. It's more than we would have gotten if you won. So just be out of here. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically he's been writing to Stallone's been writing to his kid this whole time. And I, I missed this. Why didn't the kid not get the letters that, that the dad they was never, writing? They never said, I think the mom just kept it. But the mom from, wanted him to have a relationship, but he found it yeah. in her purse. Right. I don't know. She, he's like, I never got them. Like maybe you were saying to the wrong address, but they never actually elaborated on why he never got them. Like she just, she just didn't give it to him for whatever reason. It's weird because it seemed like she didn't want Maybe she didn't at first, and then, like, she got sick and then realized, like, a boy should do with his father, you know, like, or should know his father if I'm going to die, you know. So I, I don't really know. They didn't. They did not elaborate on that at all. Okay. But the kid finds the letters and realizes that his dad has been trying to reconnect with him all these years. So he knows his dad's going to be at the arm wrestling tournament, and he goes to the arm wrestling tournament where he knows his dad's trying to win a truck and start his own company. And this is sort of like, I guess, the climax of the movie? Right. This yeah. is the is the the last twenty minutes or so. Last thirty minutes is the world champion arm wrestling competition, which they actually did film at a world mm-hmm. wrestling arm arm wrestling competition. Right. And those people, a lot of those people were actually real arm wrestlers. 
I would imagine so because they were the ugliest group of people I ever. Like, no, <laughs> you would not pick them from their headshots. Put it that way, you know. No, they were real arm wrestlers, and a lot. Some of them, I think, were like real wrestlers. Like they had like a mix, but they were real people. Like that were actually like in that business. Like that's what they did. So yeah. my question I want to go back to though is why I understand the money, but why would the prize be? like a, a, an 18 wheeler like why would you mm-hmm. why so you're basically saying that all arm wrestlers are truckers which yeah, is exactly not true yes what the I hell like if i was time. an arm wrestler what the frick am i gonna do with it was a truck i'm gonna sell it like why would you have that as a prize like it was so obviously because he was gonna win yeah like, it was like this foreshadowing like this it was so ridiculously obnoxiously you know obvious that it's like oh it's, it's a new truck oh what does he want to do he wants to have his own company and like get a new truck I'm like, who gives a freaking rig as a as a prize, like a car maybe or a, a, a pickup? I don't know, but yeah, yeah it's, it's almost like in the the Brady Bunch movie when they need like twenty five thousand dollars and, and they're like, oh, they find like a flyer, like here's a talent show with a grand prize of twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, like exactly. Exactly, what he it's like exactly what he <laughs> needed. So it was like it, it, that kind of annoyed me, and I was like, that's so stupid. Like you couldn't have done better than that. I don't know. Right, like not everyone who arm wrestles is a trucker. Okay. Mr. Stereotype Man. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was saying. I was like, so what you're saying is everyone that arm wrestles is a trucker. So right. great. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> not true. I didn't. I did not like that part. Yeah, that was a little weird. And it was kind of like they had like the Talking Heads, like it was a reality show or like it was a real sports broadcast. I guess. Yeah. Like I don't know who thought of that, but I thought that was kind of cool. I, I actually liked those parts where they sort of do these like one-on-one interviews with like the, the interviews, contestants. Yeah. You know. That was pretty cool. Although they basically all said the same thing. Like none of them had anything of real interest to say. Like, other no, than like, I want to win. Winning's the like best. Stuff. I did think that the that the whole <laughs> competition was a little long. I felt like I don't yeah. know, it was like a quarter of the movie. I'm like, oh I'm like, just get to it already. Like they didn't have to show every round. Like it was just it was long. Well, this was canon. Okay. So canon a little it was a little overdone. Canon was cheap. They shot a lot of B roll at the arm wrestling championship. They needed to pad it out to 90 minutes. So yeah. why not use the, you know, the... And they did. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing the I want to know, do you know anything about the reason that everybody, like a lot of these people when they were showing them getting ready, had, had these ridiculously, like, huge platform shoes? What? Are those, like, arm no. wrestling shoes? Are they arm wrestling shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're special <laughs> shoes that give you leopards. I don't... <laughs> I don't have any. Listen, I have a lot to learn about the arm wrestling culture. Okay, I don't understand. Maybe I do too because I don't think that exists. But it might. There were two separate people, and they did when they were shooting just like <laughs> shots from around like the thing. There were oh, two separate man. people that had these really high platforms, like stuff I used to wear in high school, like platform shoes. It was weird. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Is that a thing?" Maybe? I don't know. It might be. It might be because they needed to be their their arms needed to be ninety degrees with the table, or they maybe like lever. I don't know. Filming? That's what I'm saying. Because, I don't you know, know what they, they show them up close, like as if they were specifically showing the shoes for a reason. It's like, I hey, know, look, they might, guys, really cool, like arm they, wrestling shoes. They might be arm wrestling shoes. They might be such a thing. <laughs> I don't know. I think we need to look that up. Like, is there such a thing as arm wrestling shoes? You're telling me all this time I could have worn wedges or platforms, and I could have been like, they're not, they're not girl you shoes. These are arm wrestling shoes. All right, I'm old man. <laughs> Apparently, maybe they were showing the girls' feet. I don't know. They didn't show the person; they just showed the feet, and I was like, "That's weird." So but- let's talk about some of these wrestlers for a minute, though. Arm wrestlers, because I gotta say that there was the main villain, right? Bull, Bull Holy Harley, Bull Harley. He was the main villain, but the one they actually wanted to cast as the main villain was the arm wrestling champion at the time. But the they said that they couldn't cast him because he was so much bigger than Stallone. It would have been. It would have looked ridiculous to have him up against right. Stallone. Stallone's like a pretty big guy. I mean, he was mostly like kind of like fit more than like like bulky. Bulky, right? But that guy was in a couple of shots, and it was these shots of this guy with like this. He just was this this blonde guy, just so so fat with his giant neck. I don't know if you <laughs> caught those those cutscenes. They were cut to him for like a half a second. I don't like, know if I remember. I have, I'd have to go back. There was a look. couple of scenes where they just cut to some guy, and I was just like, "Ugh," and, I, and, I was, <laughs> and that was who was gonna play the villain. And they were like, "We can't do it. This guy's like five hundred pounds." But well, yeah. the guy who did play was pretty damn big. He was big, big, but he was also kind of like I don't know, like um, 
stuff wasn't saggy. It was kind of, you know, I mean, he he, he looks strong, basically. Yeah. You know, he looks super strong. I liked who they got to play, the, the main villain, arm wrestling dude. I thought he was good. Yeah, no, he was good. And I thought it was kind of fun. The guy with the, what did it say? Like, foobar? Whoa. That guy with, with the hair? Like, the guy with the crazy hair? Uh, mad dog. Mad dog. dog. Yeah. Was that mad dog or was that, I think it was. So when he first shows up to arm wrestling, he's smoking a cigar. And like, why do you let this guy smoke a cigar at the freaking arm wrestling table? It's weird. <laughs> and then he just eats the oh, cigar. Wow. He just like, oh, and he's like, eats it in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, what the hell? I am so crazy. Like, and he just eats this, and I'm like, that was weird. That's just a weird thing for some him to do. And then the next time you see him arm wrestle Stallone, right? He drinks a can of Valvoline and he makes some joke like, I'm gonna go through you like I go oil. through this gas or something like that. And I'm like, that is a setup and a half, man. <laughs> That's but a like, bit. I saw it. I was like, is he drinking? fucking car oil right now like yeah. is that really like what he's doing i mean can, wouldn't you die i think so and then like five <laughs> minutes later they cut to him drinking an alka-seltzer like oh his stomach hurts it's well like, it was weird yeah, because somebody idiot. has an alka-seltzer shirt on did you notice that and then they just, have somebody taking alka-seltzer i was like i think alka-seltzer might have wanted you know royalties from this or something do you think alka-seltzer came in and said have someone drink gasoline <laughs> As so an intimidation thing. And be like, hey, man, you could drink car oil and, like, totally be fine if you take an alcohol there. It's not a deal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> or the opposite happened. And this guy's like, I got an idea. I'm going to try to psych out Stallone. He's like, I've been thinking about this all night. I'm gonna try, I, my character is crazy. He's going to try to psych out Stallone by eating a eating a cigar and, and drinking a cast of oil. And the producers are like, you know, you better get alcohol seltzer on the phone. We might need to sponsor this. <laughs> Just in case anyone tries it. I don't know. Maybe we need to cover our asses for that. Yeah. Yeah, some of those guys. And then there was the one Canadian guy. That Canadian guy was so juiced. Like, I know they were all big, but this guy was just so juiced. I don't know. His, his I muscles. thought they were all pretty gross. Like, I mean, just so big and just, well, I don't know. They were all, like, too like so muscly and just giant. I don't know. They were all kind of gross. But I did think it was interesting and, like, kind of cool. They used all actual, like, arm wrestlers pretty much for that very long final scene. Huh. And apparently the guy who he arm wrestled at the end, like they both actually got hurt for real. Oh really? I didn't know that. That last scene, the very the very last one, like they actually both did get hurt. Like somebody pulled something and like but like all of the screams and like the grunting and stuff, like all like that was all real. Like that like they really did wow. Yeah, they actually all like, did really arm wrestle and the other guy was afraid he was gonna hurt Sylvester Stallone. Do you really? know who they wanted to play Sylvester Stallone's part? I did read this. Don Johnson. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've seen Don Johnson. No offense, Don, but you are not, you are a kind of a scrawny guy. Like, yeah. He's not and he's not big, so I don't know who's, <laughs> like, let's get a guy, like, yeah, I know he's popular. Yeah. You know, maybe that probably was like, off, but like, are you serious? That, that was the draft of the script where instead of truck driving, it was like yacht racing. So he was like he was a yachter, and instead of like arm wrestling, it was like playing polo or something like that, you know. Because oh there's no way that Don Johnson <laughs> is playing a truck driving, arm wrestling like. I mean, man. not even in a million years. I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, no, that's not a thing. Stallone puts on he he puts on a shirt when he goes to play the final match against Bull Hurley that says New York on it, right? Yeah. That looked like a girl shirt to me. I may have been wrong, but I felt like that was like a girl shirt. It was the 80s. Guys wore shirts that were little. and I guess know. so. I know, but it was just, <laughs> it, it seemed did. like glittery to me and it had like the cut. It had the cut of like a girl. It was definitely like, it was like this. It was like low yeah, cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely you know, a low cut shirt. Like a lot of those guys were wearing tank tops that were barely tank tops. There was like five threads in them. But this oh, just the ones was that like, go like around girl's, the yeah. This just seemed like it was cut like a girl's shirt. And I don't know. Like, that, not that it matters. It just was strange that that was a shirt they decided to even do the final final arm wrestling match in. You know? Maybe it was his personal shirt. I don't know. Maybe he just really liked it. Yeah. And then I have a note Maybe. here, which I don't understand, but it's my last note. It says, we're going home as soon as this is over. That's my note. I don't know what that's about. We're going well, home. Did he say that to his kids? Maybe. I don't know. 
I don't know if they had a home. I mean, they didn't really have a home, did they? They, they just left. He was like, I want to be with you. I want to be with you. And he wins and he gets his truck and he takes the eagle off the old truck and he puts it on, you know, the hawk, sorry. Right. Put on the new truck and then they just go. I mean, that's it. They're like, there's no. Yeah. They don't, they, they don't have anywhere to go. They just have, it's weird because like, has he been homeless the entire time? He never had a home. They never showered. These people never showered. <laughs> You're right. They never I was did. thinking, I'm like, they must smell <laughs> so bad. Like he's, we see him like kind of in the very beginning, like washing his face and like shaving or something. I'm like, they have a shower. Oh, he's brushing his teeth has... and washing his truck. And yeah, his truck still like, looks dirty. Oh, it looked like shit when he like was pulled up to the school. I was yeah. like, did you just clean that? Like, <laughs> it looks gross. But I was thinking, like these people haven't showered. This guy doesn't have a place to live. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, I, the first night they're together, right? He's in the truck. And he just pulls over to the side of the road and stops. And the kid's like, what's going on? He's like, tired. I'm good, yeah. <laughs> and it's time for bed or something like that. The kid's like, are we going to a hotel? And I, then they're trying to make the kid prissy at that point. I'm like, is that a prissy question? Like, can we sleep in a hotel? Yeah, like, he's like, oh, I thought we'd sleep the in the truck. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, okay, you know? I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to sleep in a hotel. No. And that's all the notes that I have about this lovely movie. Yeah, I don't think I have any others. I got one of the guys was howling. Like some of those guys in the arm wrestling competition were just, I, I don't know if that's over really the like top? over the top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they were if they were trying to play it up for the movie. They were like, my character is going to be the most insane, or if that's like really how they are. But a lot of them were were very over the top. And yeah, that's a good really that's a that. good point. This movie kind of plays both ways, right? It over sure the top does. and over the top. <laughs> but I think this movie had a different alternate title called Mind Over Matter. Oh, did it? I didn't know that. I think so. Because I kept seeing that in the like Amazon Prime X-ray thing. Let me look that up real quick. Yeah, and I was wrong. Mind Over Matter is actually, I think, is a song on the soundtrack. Like when you watch on Amazon Prime and you pause it, it'll tell you like who's in it. And then I kept, kept seeing the words Mind Over Matter, and I think that's because that was the song that was playing on the scene the at the time. Yeah, the x-ray is pretty cool. It'll tell you exactly what's happening at scene. So it's not just, like, who's in the movie. It's, like, who is in that scene that you're pausing it on yeah, and, yeah. like, what song is on, which is kind of – it's pretty neat. Yeah, so, um, that's all I had. Yeah, so I was <laughs> – <laughs> it was definitely a different experience watching it as, a, as an adult Agreed. than it was as a kid. You know, it was – not the same. I don't know. For some reason, I thought it was like more about arm wrestling and it was more action and whatever. And then I watched it and it was like more about like the relationship and trucking and then, you know, but, you know, whatever. I liked it. I really did. I, I thought it was well made. I know a lot of people probably disagree with me, but I thought, yeah, it maybe was a little formulaic. I think Sylvester Stallone said he would have made it more urban, more gritty, mm -hmm. something about like less rock music. But I don't know. I thought it was... Maybe it's because I remember it so well that it was exactly what I was expecting, and yeah, you know, I thought it was fine. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind like formulated, formulaic movies uh, if they're executed properly. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. Well, we'll get into our scores later. Yeah. I did not look up the budget or anything for this movie. Sometimes I look up the budget, and I don't look up. I, I like to guess the you know what it made, but I, I right. did not look up the budget this, this time. So over the top had a budget of was it two and a half million two and a half million yeah that was the budget two million okay. two and a half that's two and, two and a half, half. That, that seems to kind of be like a um common budget for a lot of the movies that we that we've no, done we've done four canon films out of 11 so i mean <laughs> that might just be like canon budget maybe it's canon yeah so it did two it, is, it was 2.5 million to make 2.5 million to make it opened President's Day weekend, which okay. is a holiday weekend, but not mm -hmm. the holiday weekend. It competed with, of all movies, Mannequin. Which you already know didn't do very well, but still one of my favorites, mm -hmm. I don't care. Yeah. So it basically, it opened the same weekend as Mannequin. All right. So 2.5 million. I was going to guess that it's between, it's probably around, I think it made 100, like 100,000. No, that's not right. Two million. I mean, yeah, it cost two and a half million. Yeah, hundred thousands for like basically no distribution. Yeah, so no, another, really another so. That's stat not right. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't mean I'll that. I'll give you the theater count if you want. This was in seventeen hundred and fifty theaters, which is incredibly wide. That's a lot. All right, let's let's say it made 
900,000. But you lose this week. It made oh, 16 no. million. Oh my God. That it movie made a, 16 million? It was a big hit. Wow. I would never mm. think that. Sylvester Stallone's going to pull several million easy. And yeah. he was wrong too because he said, he's like, no one's going to see this crappy ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess me and me and Sylvester were, were way off mark on that. Sylvester. Oh, man. <laughs> I know like Sylvester Stallone is his name, but when you just say Sylvester, it's it just hilarious. sounds like That's a cartoon what, cat. That's exactly why I said it, because it's hilarious. Like, I'm yeah. friends with him. So, yeah. So, he opened President's Day weekend. It did not do as well as Mannequin, but almost. Mannequin did $6 million opening weekend. It did $5 million. I'm surprised. That and Mannequin thing. went on to do $42 million, And Over the Top went on to do sixteen. But that's still pretty good. That is good. Wow. Yeah. I'm very surprised. So, I stand corrected. I really thought this movie would be a complete and total flop. This was a this was a blockbuster at the time. I mean, maybe not a blockbuster, but this was a legit hit. I don't remember it being in the theater, but I remember it being out on cable. So right. I don't remember when this movie actually came out. I do, but I did watch it when it came out on like HBO. I feel like I do remember when it came out, but I could be wrong. But I remember it was a it was a pretty big movie. So did you look at the Rotten Tomato score? I didn't. Tomato meter. Um, huh? Tomato meter. Yeah, why don't you guess the tomato meter and the audience score? Well, I mean, it did that well. I feel like the audience score probably might be high. I want to say it's like probably maybe between 60, like 65 and 70%. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Rotten Tomatoes is going to be not as forgiving. I think it would be like maybe like between 30 and 40. Like, I don't, like, okay. I can't see Rotten Tomatoes giving it a good score. I don't know. Maybe people really like this movie as much as I did when I was like nine. I don't know. Let's see. Drumroll. 27 and 49. Okay, so closer on the tomato meter part. Yeah, but you got it right. Like, the audience liked it way better than... Better, the, yeah. But the even the audience didn't think it was fresh. Yeah. Which I don't <laughs> understand. Which is weird, because it made so much money. That's so strange. Like, it, it, that just proves that it means nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really mean that much. Yeah. Everyone said there was shameless advertising in it, I, I guess. But I feel like that was pretty I mean, common yeah, for what the movie in the eight, Listen... Name me a freaking movie in the 80s that did not. Pepsi or Coke or Reese's freaking peanut butter cups or whatever. Or like, you know, I mean, like every single, I mean, yeah, this movie was like Duracell. It's like, why are there batteries that have, I mean, maybe for the cameras? I don't know. There was like ba- a battery stand. I was like, that was really random. In this movie? Yeah. They, like when they showed like the lobby, there was like Pepsi and like all those. And then it's Duracell. <laughs> it's like, what? They're freaking. <laughs> like what do you need batteries for and then i was like oh maybe for the cameras i have no idea but i just i don't know i just i think it mostly and i think a lot of movies in the 80s did that i don't think it's like uncommon and who can, honestly how does it affect you what do you care if it was shameless advertising i mean like right. what is the difference like it doesn't hurt you it doesn't bother anybody i don't know it's just, it's just that's like not a complaint like, shut up <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like don't give, that's, that's like it's like going to a restaurant and saying like i didn't like it because they're they're closed on sunday you know it's like it doesn't make any sense like there's nothing happened nothing bad like they're closed and you couldn't go and then like now you're gonna give it like a, a one star it's like don't complain about dumb stuff like it doesn't make a difference <laughs> yeah did you yeah, like the movie okay. or not like you really hated the movie because pepsi and duracell and alka seltzer like had like you know seriously get over it it doesn't matter yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't find the product placement in this movie to be that outrageous, to be honest. No, definitely not. And even this, like the complaint that it was basically a rock music video, I don't. I mean, I think Dream a Little what? Dream was was way more of a music video. No, we've done the movies that we've done in the past have been way more of like a rock music video type of thing situation than this. I did not think that they had basically. Two songs in it. (laughs) So I don't know what you're talking about, weirdos. Like that is, if that's like a thing to you, like a musical or like a video situation, then I'm sorry. because That's not even, no, not at all. Yeah, but I like this. I like, I like Stallone as the strong silent type. I think he does a pretty good job at it, you know? Yeah. No, I I thought, like I said, I thought that he did a good job. I liked him in this movie. And I'm not saying I hate him. I just, I'm just generally, I've never, even though I like, I was more of a tomboy when I was a kid and I did like certain things. I just never was into like Rambo or, mm-hmm. you know, Rocky or whatever. And I honestly but, like, I did you, like him as this, in this character. And I really thought the kid did a great job too. So like, 
Yeah. And I honestly thought like if I hadn't known the ending, I might have thought at the end that he could lose. Like the stakes were kinda high, but also like it could have ended on him losing and the son being like, That's okay, Dad, as long as we have each other. You know what I mean? So it wasn't yeah. I'm glad he won, but at the same time it wasn't it wasn't a foregone conclusion for me. I, I thought that it still had tension. I thought it was well made in in every way. I don't think there was anything really to complain about. Maybe a little unoriginal. It was basically the same story that's been told a thousand times, but in a fresh new setting, right? in the world yeah. of the arm wrestling, which in truck sure. driving. So I think that's pretty cool. So what what's your, what is your score going to be for this movie? For Over the Top? I'm going to give this a... And I said how much I liked it, but I'm going to give it a six. I think I'm, I, I'm reserving... I've given movie sevens that probably are better, but I'm going to say this is strong six. Strong six. Okay, I, I have to actually agree with you. I was, I, I'm like six, six point five. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it more as an adult than you know, and I than I thought that I would. Definitely not as much as if you ask if you ask nine year old me, I would have been like ten, so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, yeah. but now it's like, eh, you know, we 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 know better. We look, you know, we look at things differently. But yeah, I, I mean, it's six point five. I don't know it was still sweet. It was fun, but the acting. was you know, for me, a lot of it's the acting. Like, if acting is bad, I just I have a problem seeing past it. If you're not convincing me, I've lost interest. You suck. Like, I just can't watch you on the screen. So, the acting was good. I mean, there really wasn't anything that was like I wasn't just like, oh god, I can't even watch this person. So, yeah. six point five. Yeah, I think yeah, exactly. I think six six point five is right on. You know, um, to me, anything that's over five means I'm glad it was made. Like I'm, yeah. I'm happier that it was made than than if it if it wasn't made. Well, maybe so, happy as a kid. So I mean, yeah. of course, I'm glad it happened. Exactly. What about a uh, cheese factor? What do you think about this? We've definitely done cheesier movies. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm gonna give this one a. It was a specific type of cheese. I feel like it was an '80s road trip male bonding. You know what I mean? Like it was very niche in its mm-hmm. cheese, but all the tropes were there. So. If I take the niche aspect into into consideration, I'm also going to give this a six on the cheese scale. Dude, that's so funny because I'm literally going to give it a six five. Like, I don't think it was as cheesy. Like, we've de- it's so funny because I was thinking, I'm like, I think I'm going to have to just double up on my score because yeah. it was definitely not like the super cheesiest movie ever. No. But there was elements of it, you know, it was 80s. So there was like, you got that like cheesiness to it. But it wasn't, it wasn't. I mean, I might even have to go to like a six. This like, this movie could have been made in 1992. This movie could have been made in 1992, and you would have been like, yeah. Or if I would have told you, hey, this movie was made in 1992, you'd been like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like there was nothing quintessential 80s about it. There was. You not. could tell us from like a different generation, except for Kenny Loggins. Except for Kenny Loggins, okay. <laughs> a lot of Kenny Loggins. That's I, very I 80s. don't understand why you don't like that song. It's a great song, but whatever. That's fine. When I when I think of cheese, I think of. Things when they were trying to be current, but it last like it faded, like it was a fad or or it was something that may have like, seemed appropriate like at the break time. Like breaking, like breaking, yeah, like breaking or Teen Witch, you know? Teen, like, yeah, exactly, like that kind of stuff. It was in like, a zeitgeist very, for like um, a hot second. Specific you know? to the eighties, like you could never do. I mean, you could try to do Teen Witch again in a, in a very modern way, but you it would could be never different. show that movie the way that it was done. You could never have people rapping in the hallways, and you could never have like, you know, like people wearing those clothes. Like you that couldn't kind of take like ninety percent of that content and just like port it over to like a new decade and keep everything else the same. Yeah, you couldn't do that with Teen Witch or with Breaking. Like this movie, you could like you could make this ten or twenty years later and sure. change very little about it. That's why I feel like it's not. It wasn't really that cheesy, but it was one of the things I liked as a kid. Yeah, it's got a cheese factor, so I figured it kind of it kind of fit. But whatever. Yeah. All right. So that is it. Yeah, that is it. All in all, fun time. Glad we did it. Are you going to grace us with your? Cho- no, I have no, not. Made I know you mind. had one, but then it got you know you stuff happened. I'm thinking it's yeah, it's not a good choice. Okay. It's just so it's too it's too ridiculous. You know, it's like. What's what's the point of making fun of a movie that makes fun of itself? So I, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather pick something that was trying a little harder. Okay, I got some ideas. I guess maybe we'll talk about them first. But uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Plus, I don't want to um, run into the same situation we had last week, where we ended up having to redo something because 
I name a movie and then it turns out we have technical difficulties. So you let me know and then we'll uh, we'll see everybody next time and yeah. we'll 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 discuss a new a new cheesy movie. Yeah, until next time everyone. Take All care. Right. Stay fresh, cheese bag. <laughs>